This is the Monocast, all about open source marketing automation with Montic. And here is your host, Eki Gamble. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Monticast, which is the first episode, in fact. Well, uh, it is not really the very first because we do have an episode zero. If you haven't heard that, you may want to uh, rewind and, and listen to that one first. It's a little bit of an explanation about this podcast and the hosts and the idea behind it. And when I say the hosts, uh, with me today is Leon. Hi, Leon. How are you hey, doing? Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> well, well, I'm I'm pretty good. A little bit of hungover from yesterday. We had a bit of a party last night here in the agency. Yeah. But it was big fun. Yeah, we, we do have a lot to talk about. We'll have Alan Hartless in the interview later in this episode. Yeah. But I want to start with something that happened early November, and that is the Mautic Summit in Amsterdam. And the Mautic Summit is something that didn't exist previously. It, what is it? It is basically a personal meetup of everybody interested in Mautic and interested in joining yeah. worldwide. So we had a lot of people from the US, basically uh, Acquia people, um, and a lot of people from here in Europe, and um, mostly community people. And the majority of those, in total it was like 20 people, the majority was, was uh, coders, developers, and uh, their major goal for this thing was to have a code sprint for Mautic 3, but also to get together, get to know each other in person and uh, get organized. And that is also true for everybody else who is not coding, like you and me. Yeah. So we had also a lot to do, but it all was also super valuable to get to know each other in person and not only from online conferences, etc. Yeah. Um, so... On our side, the the task was much broader than, than <laughs> quote unquote just coding. Just <laughs> um, what we had to do or wanted to do was uh, finalize the team team structure for Mortic going forward, yeah. uh, plus get some actual work done within these teams. And starting point was was the latest governance model, and um, we took this into reality, stripped it down a little bit, replaced one team. So we now have uh, product and marketing yeah. as two teams. We have community and uh, enablement or education, which is new. And, and instead, uh, the events team has been migrated into the community team. Um, plus, we do have law and finance, which is an um, afterthought at this point. We, we let Acquia handle that as long as people step up and want to do that. But the other four teams are much more important. Yeah, so that, that was pretty... It, it sounds simple, but it was a really good discussion and uh, not really easy yep. um, to find the best cuts. And what we did was write a description for every team what are the tasks, so boiling down into what is the mission, yeah. but also giving a lot of examples of what is actually the to-do items. And that also showed us clearly that there, there is a lot of overlap between the teams. Uh, and it, it needs this clear distinction, definition to, to understand, okay, who is responsible for the forums, who is 
responsible for um, feature roadmap, stuff like that. Yeah, that was good. And then the rest of the day, we, we tackled some of the work already and organized the follow-up steps, yeah. which are what's happening now. So there have periods of uh, call for participation or call for comments. And now we're in the middle of a series of phone calls within every team to get started, to get all those volunteers on board that show up. We're still very open for more and new volunteers or even old <laughs> um, who, who were previously active. So if you are interested, if you are considering community contribution for Mautic, you are more than welcome. We try to make it very easy to get on board, um, to, to start with simple tasks and slowly and find out whether it's the right thing for you or not. Quick question. Hmm? Um, you just talked about the telephone called conference. Can everybody join in there or can everybody contribute even in these telephone calls? Of course, yeah. Everything is, is completely open and transparent. We don't do actual telephone calls. We do uh, online meetings like, like Jitsi Meet these days, uh, which do an automated recording too. So if you just want to listen in after the fact, that's also possible. You find everything in Slack and in the forums. Ah, yeah. And we also have uh, meeting notes and, and everything is public. So complete transparency there. Yeah, back to, to the summit. Uh, it was... It was a long day. We started oh, at yeah. nine. We, actually, we, we our journey started something four, four something in the morning, yeah. something like that. Um, and we started at nine in Amsterdam. We worked until seven in the evening. Around that, yeah. Had a beer or two and afterwards, <laughs> and then headed back to Hanover. In our case, uh, the developers even added an extra day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so booked another room for for Saturday and kept coding yeah thumbs up guys <laughs> and gals um yeah so that's the mortic summit i think we were all excited about it and were super happy uh how well it went and everybody said we need to do that again and and uh, more frequently yeah. so the decision was made to do this now twice a year probably Once in, in the US or, or Canada and, and once in, in Europe for yep. starters, but that's gonna evolve over time, I'm sure. Yeah, cool thing. Uh, there's also a couple of blog posts and reports out there, and I'll link to that and, and as well to the Steam descriptions in the show notes as always. Yeah. Good. Um, next up on our mind here is a trade show that's Coming up next week, we're going to present Mautic uh, on a booth at Marketing Underground, which is like like four or five thousand marketing guys and gals in Berlin. Yep. One day, long day, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm sure it's going to be super interesting for us. It will be. And uh, hopefully super successful for Mautic. So that's keeping us busy. And... Um, Yeah, before we go to the interview, I'd like to talk about one feature uh, like we intend to do more frequently. Yep. Pick a, a feature that is not super well known. Um, in this case, we picked A-B testing. So A-B testing is something that's not new. It's no. pretty well known in, in the world of Google Ads, yep. but also in, in websites in general. 
and um, in other places too. And Mautic does do A-B testing too. That's not news, but uh, in my experience, few people really use it. And um, when they want to look at it, they don't even find it. Yeah, we're talking about A-B testing for emails here. Yeah. Uh, Mautic can do landing pages too, but I think email is much more interesting for most people these days. So um, it is a well-known concept, but it's, it's well hidden. So I'd like to just give a quick introduction. The concept, just for those who are not completely aware of what it is, if you have more than one idea of how, how to solve a problem, hmm. but you don't know which is the best one, you can either guess or you can try it out. And in marketing, we love to try things out, and that's A-B testing by doing one thing for a given number or time or whatever and doing the other thing and then compare the results. Yeah. For emails, you can say, okay, I have two flavors of this email. I send out 1,000 of this and 1,000 of that and decide what, which one is better. Yeah. So one thing I need to make up my mind about is uh, how do I know which one is better? What is the criteria? Is it the open rate? Is it the click-through rate? Is it download rate or whatever? And the other thing is I need a tool that allows me to do that and allows me to say, okay, 50% here and 50 there, or even 20% here and 80 there, whatever the ratio is. And of course, I want to see the results. And again, that's exactly what Mautic does. Problem is, people don't find it and people are shy to use it, but it's, it's, it doesn't hurt, I promise. <laughs> um, so where to find it? Yeah, where do we find it? Um, yeah, maybe we we should add a screenshot to to the show notes this, yeah. in this case, but it's it's not too hard. The the trick is you create your first email. Mm -hmm. Within the same email, in the upper right corner, you have a little drop down, and there you can create an A B variant. Ah, yeah. So that gives you a copy of the existing email. Mm -hmm. You don't just create two and, and glue them together. Within the existing email, you create a copy and can then modify starting from the original. So change the subject line, change the wording, change the colors, whatever. Ideally, not change everything at a time because you don't want to know what, what was the cause. Yeah, and, and then you can save it. And when you do save it, you have a tab that's called variants and can, can look at all the variants and, and the ratios. And plus you have a button to view the results, if, if any. And by the way, in the overview list, you now have a little icon next to the email that is like a tree icon. And, and it tells you, hey, here's an A-B test behind it. So if I define that the opening rate is my criteria for which one is the better email, is there like an um, automatic choosing by Mautic? It, it will it will tell you the winner, but it will do nothing with, with this information. It leaves it up to you to say, okay, I want to give 100% to the winner now, mm. or I want to iterate on, on the learning or what, whatever. Ah, so okay. no, there's no AI that, that changes campaigns for you. Yeah. Maybe future version, I don't know. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, as I said, this um, it's it's really surprising sometimes. So do give it a try. Uh, it, it's really three minutes to create a thing like that, and it's uh, valuable information. Yeah, as I said, it's uh, for landing pages too. 
What is not available is A-B testing for focus items. True. And um, that's really a feature wish of mine because I frequently ask myself but also get asked by, by, asked by customers, do we know whether this focus item actually does anything? Does it yeah. help? Is it better than nothing? Or we have two flavors and then which one is better? We're back to speculating unless we test and then there's no A-B test for focus items right now. So we, we already did the experiment and uh, tried to get all the information out of the database. Oh, yeah. That's it's, it's yeah. hard, hard stuff and <laughs> yeah. also hard-coded, not, not reusable. Mm. But um, it would be really, really nice to have that just in the product. Oh, yeah, it, it would be. It is much more complex than, than email, but, but it would be super cool. So that's a wish list item for me. Yeah. Good. What else do we have before, before we go to the interview? We did talk about community a lot already. Again, uh, we are looking for volunteers, for people who are interested to help out for the global teams. Uh, do look at the show notes for the links. The other thing that's new is the Mautic Swag Shop. Yeah. Uh, so we now have hoodies, uh, coffee cups, uh, T-shirts, ties, yeah. I don't know, socks probably. <laughs> so everything you can think of in a, a spreadsheet shop that has been set up by Ruth, our community manager, and um, in different colors and styles and everything. Yeah. And we, we did or order our swag already. We're wearing it now. <laughs> We're super happy with it. Super comfortable, um, yeah. So give it a shot, take a look pick your weapon <laughs> good um yeah let's let's go to the interview what do you think yeah super excited okay i did record this with alan previously so here you go okay welcome alan thank you thank you very much for joining me for talking about mordic 3 and a couple things around it so for all who are not familiar with your name if any, <laughs> um, you're Alan Hartless, and as far as I understand, you're not only the lead developer on Mautic 3, but always the lead developer of Mautic in general from day one. Is that right? Historically, yes. Um, now my role has shifted a little bit more into management, but I'm still involved in the project and... Um, Leading Modic 3 and, and the roadmap a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but a lot of the code that's there today is as a result of, <laughs> of my fingers, for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, easy to see. Um, is there some sort of a release manager like we have for minor releases for Modic 3? Uh, yes, yeah, so right now we haven't named someone officially. Um, Aqua, our team, you know, there's a lot of interested parties in Modic 3 just because of the nature of it, where we're looking to upgrade end-of-life dependencies. Um, so right now it's more of a joint effort, and then um, we'll, once we get at a good place where we feel comfortable that Modic 3 can stand on its own, uh, we, will, we will delegate someone to, to actually manage the itself. Okay, cool. Let's go back a little bit in history, and I'm really curious to learn how it 
came to this contact of DB and yours and the idea of Mordic and the name of Mordic and and uh, how it all got started. I know you kind of met in the surroundings of Joomla, but that's pretty much all from my side. Yeah, it started out with some early projects DB had um, that I used as a consumer. And so started submitting some code to fix little bugs here and there. And that's kind of how we at least our names got known um, to each other. And then uh, from that, uh, through Joomla itself and various projects, we just kind of grew a friendship. And and so I was in nursing. Um, and then actually at the time, I was training physicians on how to use electronic medical records and DB uh, called me up. I was visiting the East Coast, uh, my family from Virginia. I'm currently in Houston. And so we were visiting there and he called me up. He's like, hey, can you take a trip down? I have a proposition for you. <laughs> and so he kind of just laid out his vision of Modic and this open source community that um, would bring the first marketing automation solution. And just, uh, yeah, it it won me over. So I said, okay, I'll jump on board. <laughs> cool. <laughs> And so that's here we are today. <laughs> yeah, and but just out of curiosity, was it the name Mordic already around at that point? It was. Yeah, he he had already been thinking over things. He'd already got the brand and the logo and everything. So it was just at the point of starting to write code. Wow. Okay, doke. Yeah, um, there's a lot of fascinating um, career steps on your side, as you said, with the nursing and and the the web portal or whatever it was maybe on our next chat I'd, i'd like to learn a bit more of that background but today there's such a lot of things r related to modic 3 that maybe we should go to that right now before before we actually go to three one question 2.16 will that ever see the light now it's a good question it i guess it depends on how far we get and how quickly um, we get with modic 3 um, right now, the, we're focused on Modic 3 just because of the timing and nature of it with Symphony End of Life 2.8. Um, so if, if it gets to the point to where we feel like we need a 2.16, then we, then we will, but right now it is not planned. Okay. Um, if you give me the big picture about Modic 3, is it a purely under the hoods release or is there anything, uh, any features or anything uh, beyond that? Yeah, you know, right now it's it's pretty much just purely under the hood. So so the goal of Modic 3 is to really upgrade our, our core, our foundation, um, because Symphony 2.8 is end of life. And, and so we want to upgrade at Symphony 3 along with other vendors such as jQuery and SwiftMailer and these other things that are already end of life. Um, and then also to kind of bump our, our PHP dependencies to, to a supported versions so that it just sets us up to move forward, um, you know, as far as security and stability and having that good foundation and buys time so that we can really start looking at some exciting new features come next year. So in other words, for the user, if, if everything goes as planned, it will pretty much look the same as before, have the same features as before or less features or a bit more. Uh, right now, it'll be it'll be the same features that are planned. Um, there'll be some changes from the developer point of view, like for plugins and things, there may be some differences. But from the day-to-day, -day, it'll look the same, it'll act the same. There won't be any major change, uh, new features. 
there, there, there will be a migration path that we haven't written out specifically yet. But uh, other than that, it'll be just business as usual for the most part. Yeah, which is a solid plan, I, I guess. And then the features will come in the next release, I presume. Yeah. 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 We, we're, you know, that collaborative effort with the community to determine what those features are going into next year. Um, but this sets us up to be able to do that. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure there will be no shortage of, of feature ideas, etc. More the priority of those. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, before we go there, you already mentioned the migration path, etc. So the big idea, or the, the idea would be that an existing Mautic instance could be upgraded to version 3 more or less easily not talking about plugins but but from the core and database perspective yes we, we don't have a clear path yet just because we're still early work in progress for the modic 3 itself but i don't expect anything major um, ideally we could automate it but there may be some manual intervention but we would we would make that clear and and so far from just the development side i don't expect that to be a major effort so the main thing, of course, would be making sure plugins continue to be compatible and things like that. Yeah, does that mean the, the plugins uh, uh, do not need to be upgraded? Of course they have to, right? Yeah, so the, if there will be or could be some changes in plugins, not all plugins will be required to be changed out of the box, but there could be some similar to what we're having to do with Modic itself, which is changing some Symphony 2.8 code to Symphony 3 code. You know, things like that could make a plugin incompatible with Modic 3. Okay, and right now there is a set of plugins that comes with a Modic uh, core product. Are, they, are those plugins all maintained by you guys and gals? Yeah, there's a course that the same plugins that are available today in core will continue to be available in Modic 3. Um, that may change in the future, but for now they'll, they'll remain there and we are also upgrading those, those plugins. Uh, to be compatible. So anything that we provide through the Modic installation will will be compatible. Mm -hmm. And um, if I am a provider of a third-party plugin, at what point should I start upgrading that plugin? Would that be the first beta, which is stable enough to start doing that, or better wait until the release? Or what's your recommendation? That is an excellent question. Um, something we probably need to discuss with the with the, uh, the broader developer community. Um, but but you can even start now, like doing the same things that we're doing with Modi three, which is uh, just making sure there's no Symphony deprecated code from the yeah, two series. Yeah. Mm. So that that is something that can be done now. It can be tested in Modi two and set you up for um, readiness for Modi three. Mm. But then other than that, it'd probably be uh, late alpha, early beta before we'll do that. But we'll make an announcement saying, hey, here's here's the deprecated code that we have removed, the same changes that are required, and and that will give opportunity for plugin developers to get that code up to date. Yeah, cool. The API is not going to change, is it? No. Cool. There, there's only, well, the only thing that may change is some deprecated code. For example, there was some code that we had that would return both lead and contact because we had a moment where we changed the terminology lead to contact. Um, 
So there, there may be some areas like that that we will remove the, the duplicated lead in the response. Yeah. But we'll, we'll document that and communicate it. Nice. We did not yet touch on the timeline, and I kind of expect that there is not a solid timeline that you can tell me now, or is, it, is there one? There isn't. I mean, as quick as possible, <laughs> but, but we don't have a, a set deadline um, or timeline. Okay. In preparation for that, if, if I'm the administrator of a Mordic self-hosted installation, in my experience, it makes sense to do testing anyway. And specifically here, obviously, there are those conservative policies like don't use the .0 version anyway. But even if you are at O2 or something, um, you will want to test properly. And, and I have a feeling that many don't have a proper test environment. I mean, a development environment on a laptop is something else, but a staging environment. I, I'm not mistaken if I say you should absolutely start preparing that now, right? Yes. Um, I always recommend any major upgrades to to test and back up <laughs> yeah. um yeah. you know in ideal world everything goes smooth but there's always the chance that there's a hiccup yeah common wisdom but but still not always done yes as long as you test anyway <laughs> um and, and SaaS customers don't have to care do they no well the SaaS customers for aqua will we'll take care of that on our end including migration and everything mm -hmm. good um For the developers, um, but, but you are an existing team. There was this great point in Amsterdam when, when the, the people from all over the world met as a team for the first time in person. And um, how, how did the second day go? I mean, for, for those listening here, we did talk about the, the Mordic Summit in Amsterdam on a Friday, and the, the developers added a second day on a Saturday as far as I know, but I, as I'm not a developer, I have no insights how that went. It was a good day. We continued to work, you know, through the project board and to upgrade the bundles from Symphony deprecated code to Symphony three code. Um, and so made, made some good progress and it was, a, it was a fun day. It's always a fun day to, to send program. Oh yeah. <laughs> team, team experience. Mm, what, Would you say what percentage of the code gets refactored in the process? Ah, that's a good question. The majority of of the deprecations are in Symphony forms because we we make heavy use of Symphony forms. Um, now we have we have a bit of Modic deprecated code uh, from you know over time as Modic has evolved, and we have to decide that we're going to remove now or or leave until the next major version. Um, but it, I don't know that I can answer a specific percentage. <laughs> oh, no, but it's just a big picture. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the team, I mean, obviously not everybody involved was able to be present in, in the Netherlands. There are people around the world helping out. And I've been hearing from other guys who might be interested in, in joining in. But fear it's too late. And, and I always tell them that, that they can still help, at, if nothing else, and by testing. Is that the best answer? 
yeah, it's never too late. <laughs> um, we, we still have our project board. So if you're a developer, definitely jump in, grab an issue, um, jump in our community chat channel for, uh, for the Slack channel and just say, Hey, how can I help? And then we'll, we'll get you up to date really quick. Um, and then there's always opportunities for testing PRs and, and getting those merged or yeah, just, um, we'll get to a point to where, uh, we'll have instructions for how to install Modic 3, and then we could just start testing that against anything that could be broken or finding anything that could be broken from the upgrade itself, you know, just to giving it a good test run for the product. And that does not only include developers, right? Anyone who can, who knows how to use Modic. <laughs> yeah, and there's a good blog post out there for, from Norman Precht uh, about how to test and how to simply do testing with an existing environment called the Modi box. Is there an, an, any idea to give non-developers uh, a way to communicate their issues that they find, they, their uh, feature requests that they have, etc.? Because in, in my experience, the vast majority of Modic users is, is not developers and they have no clue about GitHub at all and, and are afraid to touch it. Yeah, that might be a question better suited for Ruth. Um, I, I have the keys and the permissions to be able to make changes in GitHub, but I haven't, I'm not the one to make necessarily the decisions to what's visible and what's not. So of course, any anything that as a community we feel could be improved, hmm. that um, there's definitely, please speak up and so that we could you know, start planning and and then figuring out how to, how to make um, that happen or solve those pain points. Um, I think that's a question more geared for Ruth as, as the community government is involved, evolves. Yeah, um, I understand it's certainly not on the agenda anyway, or it's at least not a priority. I was just curious where there has been some pre-existing discussions about it. Not, not to my knowledge. Okay. Okay, I guess that gives me a picture of what to expect with, with Mordic 3, and I hope that's helping everybody else understand better what's coming down the road. Um, I have a couple of general questions left for you. And one that, that is always on my mind is, is how to stay up to date in the world of Mark, MarTech. What, what is the latest idea? It's not like we have a lack of ideas, but the latest and greatest and, and concepts to learn from, etc. Do you, in, as an individual, or, or, or do you as the Acquia team or, or, or whoever, do you have ways of organizing that sort of learning? Yeah, not formally with our team, but I personally keep up with follow tags and articles on LinkedIn um, to kind of keep up with some of the MarTech things that are going on out there in the new new technologies um, and and then of course our own marketing team writes quite a bit of stuff that they'll publish on our blog or or on LinkedIn that they give some good insights into just marketing best practices as well. Okay, so anything else you want to mention about Mordic 3 or anything around it? Just really get, um, you know, we welcome anybody and everybody to get involved. Um, you know, we're really looking towards a collaborative effort going forward between you know the aquia team and everyone else in the community we see ourselves as part of the community um so we we would love to see more people join from the developer aspect and and then testing aspect and 
Um, I know that you and Ruth and the others have a, uh, a lot of things to join in um, or opportunities for others to jump in as well as we as we build this community because it takes so many you know, people and, and parts and roles to make it successful. And, and so we're looking forward to, to really building that up. Yeah, and uh, so do we. So thank you uh, folks for for doing all the hard work and, and, and making it happen. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to Mordic 3. And once that is done, I'm, I'm completely excited about uh, the improved processes and, and the outcomes of all that. So thank you very much for your time today. And I, c I hope we can repeat this one day. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye, Alan. Wow, that was a lot of information, huh, <laughs> yeah, Leon? A bit overwhelming, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so before we wrap it up here, uh, let's have a brief look at what's coming up or what's next in, in the Mordic world. Obviously, Mordic 3, yeah, we, we did talk <laughs> about that, and, and a lot of things going on around that. Hmm. Also, those initial team calls that we talked about, yeah. still a good time to jump, jump on the wagon there. And because... There's a lot of things and a lot of calls and a lot of dates. There's one quick fix that, that we decided to do on Mautic Org, and that is to set up an event calendar where you can see when are which calls, where's the conference going on, where's the Mautic camp in which country, and so on. Yeah, super so, helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We mi <laughs> we've been missing that for a long time. Yeah. And now Ruth has the right access to Mautic.org. Hooray! <laughs> Good. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, we're back in 14 days. And I hope so are you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.